welcome to Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. On this quick shot of romance, I am joined by Carolina. Hi, Carolina. Hey, Becky. Uh, so on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we are reviewing Brave Enough by Kelly Elliott. This is book three in her Love in Montana series, which is next gen from her Meet Me in Montana series, right? That is correct. I get that. Yes. Um, okay. So release date is October 29th of 2023. Things to note. They're um, close proximity. Co-workers. Yeah. Um, I would say co-workers. Cowboys. This is absolutely a family series. They are friends to lovers. I did like that there's a little bit of a girl gang in this series. Oh, very much so. Yeah. I like that too. Um. There is an instant attraction between them. It is a slower burn. Uh, let's see here. What else? A small town and virgin trope. And it does have a TV reality show setting. Yes. Um, I felt like that was important to note because who knows when we will have another random trope talk episode when we're like <laughs> books that take place on TV or movie it sets. On TV. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all like... What the hell? <laughs> um, this is the Love Me in Montana series, and it's interconnected standalones, first person, dual point of view. Put out percentage was 67%, and this is book does have a third act breakup. And it was a little gut wrenching, this third act breakup. I know. But I was there. I have, I have feels about the third act. I have feels about the third act breakup. I have opinions. Well, and, but I think we need to talk about the book first before okay. we get to that. Okay. So, with, and I will, I will share them without giving anything away. Well, this won't, this will drop early October. And I am finding that people that come and listen to our quick shots, they listen to it after they've read the book. So if we get a little spoilery, it's okay. We just, you know, okay. let him know. Good to know. Good to know. Um, okay, so our hero is Hunter, and our heroine is Kipton, which I really liked the name Kipton. That was unique and different. I know. That is different. And Hunter is a very, like, like cowboy name, I think. Like, is one of those, like, if you were to, like, say, okay, Carolina, give me, like, 10 cowboy names, Hunter would be on that top 10 list, right? Absolutely. Um. And he's part of the Shaw family. So he from, I'm a big fan of the Meet Me in Montana series, the original series. And his parents, um, he's the youngest of three boys and his parents are Brock. No, he's uh, the, he has an older sister. Georgina is his older sister and an older brother. Are yeah, you talking about? the youngest of three siblings. You Hunter's said three brothers. Of... Are you talking about? Oh, I'm sorry. Hunter is the youngest of three siblings. Okay. I was like, wait, there Sorry. wasn't another brother, was there? Because I might have missed it. No, 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 no. Um, but his parents, Brock, and his mother. Lincoln. Oh. Lincoln. Lincoln. Thank you. Lincoln. Yeah. They are book one of the Meet Me in Montana series. And I love, I loved his, I think his parents' book is probably one of my, was my favorite in that series. Um, so it was good to get like he wasn't a big part of it he was kind of in the epilogue but it's kind of nice to see 
I was glad to see his parents come back like and spend time with them because I adore them. See, and I feel like the parents were a lot in this book. Um, right. Lincoln and Brock were, I think, very forward in this book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with the setting of the story and the storyline. It would feel weird if, because the, I guess we should talk about the premise if they have, if somebody hasn't read the book. The premise is basically Hunter is a professional roper on, in the rodeo. He, no, no, no. He's still in college. Oh no, he does it for college. He's on the college college. team. I'm sorry. That's okay. He's, he's making his way up. He has a name. He's, he's not quite professional, but because of his father, who was a professional and did really well, people know him. They know the Shaw family. Well, and the Um, Shaw family has a reputation in Montana. That's something you learn very quickly, even if you've never read the first set of books in this world, and you've just read this next-gen group, the Shaw family is Mm -hmm. absolutely, like, legendary within the Montana culture. And we get that when our heroine, Kipton, mentions the family to her parents. They're all taken back by that. So he's approached to be on a bachelor style dating show, but slightly different. Um, <laughs> they, it's more of, they call it an exp- a dating experiment and they want to film it on the ranch, but you know, his parents are involved because it's, they oversee the ranch. And there's a lot of, and, and what I love about Kelly Elliott's series is they're all very family-based. Even, like, this book has has a lot of family in it. Um, there's a, a few others that it's not as family-forward, but you still get family presence through throughout. Yeah, and I think it's okay if you've read some in the world. I think someone coming this into this as a standalone, those pages would feel really crowded. Because yeah, there's... I hadn't read the two previous in this section of series in the uh, Love in Montana series. And there were times where I was like, I don't need all 58 cousins and aunts and uncles. I think that goes back to, I didn't mind it so much in the respect that it made me feel like going back to my family and going back to my like cousins. Like that seemed very natural to me in that sense. Like, oh, I'm going back home for a family gathering where we have everybody. I think where I also struggle because I needed this reference. And in the beginning of the book is kind of this family tree, but it's too artistic. And it's not as, it's hard to read. Um, but So, so here's like, my... I need to remember some of the kids with that. Here's my struggle with this, though. Because of the setup of this book, which is a Bachelor-style dating series, they are bringing in 20 women... And there's a scene in this early on where he is going woman by woman, meeting them as they come through the door. So now I'm trying to keep track of the bachelorettes that are the contestants, his Mm -hmm. 58 cousins, the aunts and uncles, her and her parents. And then you have all of the TV crew. Yeah. And you're trying to keep track of who's who, plus the ranch hands, his own siblings. Like, it just... I don't feel this is a book that you can come into as a standalone. I think if you do, you would quickly get overwhelmed. I I would agree with that statement. 
Um, I would agree with that. Statement. And I didn't know there was a family tree in the beginning. Um, and I could see where that would be helpful because at least you would know where people line up. But the family tree had too much artistic design in it. I think the designer kind of get got too flourishy. Uh-oh. So I couldn't. I, I know the characters, and I couldn't even follow the family tree. It was really, like, just give me a family tree, a classic family tree. Let's not get all the swirlies and all of that. Like, Just blocks. Like, just, just a square. Give me, just squ- squares and lines. Squares and, and lines. Like, give, give it to me basic. Like, So, um, now, I'm going to ask this. You're a fan of the Bachelor TV show. I'm a fan of not the more recent Bachelors, but, like, some of the older Bachelors. So I wasn't really a fan of The Bachelor, and so I've never watched it. I can be really honest. I've never watched it. And I struggled a little bit with this setup because I felt like I believed in their friendship. Kipton and Hunter have a great repertoire between the two of them, the... um the banter, the feels, like it was there. And just as I felt like we were getting that momentum and rolling that snowball forward, he'd have to go on a date. It was like, you know, we call it interrupting Susan around here, like some (laughs) random chicks. And it was like, and then when we would get back to Kipton and Shaw, I felt like, okay, we have to start with the snowball being tiny again and we're rebuilding. And so that like... I just wanted more time of them together on the page because I thought they were such great characters. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I think where I enjoyed this book was the, and I don't typically like this, but I think in this setting because I am a fan of the like of the older bachelors where I can see some of this take place of like this. We're almost there, but not like we get interrupted by him having to go on a date. Okay, and then we almost go there and it's like not quite yeah um so what i i think that too also helps them build their relationship before they actually give into the relationship and i think again i think some of the things the author made some choices to use some manipulation in this story like the setting the manipulation of this almost forced proximity of being on this dating show and the producers, like she uses tools within the story to kind of you to make this close proximity almost feel forced. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And is looking for these big reactions. And it wasn't like any um, cowboy romance that I had read or small town romance that I had read in recent memory. Like it was Mm -hmm. a very unique story and it read really quick which was great um and jenny calls them her mac and cheese reads because they're just like they're just oh yeah gooey perfect right in this moment you know easy i didn't have to you know right now and i think that's why i enjoyed this one um because i mean i messaged you i think i got to it before you did and, and i read it pretty quick um because i was thoroughly entertained by some of the antics of the female contestants on their dating show. Um, Because I can see that from like, from people, like I could see that happening on The Bachelor, right? Like 
so you see this in my head and I'm like oh my gosh yes this woman is crazy because like and she's squealing and this is obnoxious this intro to this character is obnoxious but like I can see that like I can picture it on a tv show it clearly kind of follows in that line so that that part of me that like you know and I liked that original bachelor was <laughs> getting a kick out of it um I also really liked because the it was almost like there was so much like loudness and bigness with these scenes on the dating show because you had all the the female contestants you had all the crew you had all of this there was almost like this like a certain level of noise around them because of that so when we got to those like the Kimpton and Hunter moments it almost became quiet and more intimate because you let go like you separated from like all these people watching um and they had some really sweet and I think it made their moments more intimate because they had some really sweet moments that happened on the ranch so you still got the cowboy vibes even though you had this big tv production um so it it was an interesting contrast from like loud and big and like group setting to like intimate and quiet and personal so one of the things i've come to realize in the last couple months is one of the reasons i struggle with friends to lovers and even slow burn romances is I like the majority of my romance of the couple being together and then figuring out how to be a couple mm -hmm. versus the build up. And for like this one, this was a friend lovers with great chemistry. Like the chemistry and the attraction was there, but then if, I actually, sorry, go ahead. Finish your thought. But then I felt like because we added in the dating show, it made it feel like a love triangle. I could see that. I also have issues calling this a friends to lovers because they weren't friends before they started this dating show. But they, I, well, but there's the two weeks before. Well, yeah, exactly. They're put together because of this dating show. So I feel like there's more of an instant attraction and they become friends. They, they agreed to become friends because they're working together. Yeah. But when I think of friends to lovers, they have a more than two weeks of friendship like they have a long-standing friendship but they really had i guess for me it was more of they were friendly neither one was putting the moves on the attraction because i do think it was an instant connection like i think right. he was attracted to her from because there were they they happen off page but there's mention of zooms there's mention of phone conversations and texting um and again, you know, I'm not going to define how long somebody has to be together to be considered a friend. Um, but given the slow rollout of them as a couple, I do feel that's why I kept saying friends to lovers, because I do feel like it was more of this companionship than mm -hmm. relationship. Yeah. And yes, I would agree with that. Particularly if you're bringing in this dating show where he's dating this woman. And OK, so I have to ask. Did it bug you, the kissing and the hugging of the contestants? Um, because I'm not a hug. I'm not. I will. I hug my friends, but I'm not a big hugger. I'm just not a toucher. Like that's just not. So I'm not a toucher, and see, guys. And and this is where because I watch The Bachelor and I don't 
in real world situations, like nobody's going to be dating 20 women at one time. Like right. you, you have to build that relationship. So there's a little bit of, in my mind, leniency because of the show experience that I give, that I allow for the bachelor show so that I've kind of allowed for it in this show as well. Um, and, and in one situation in like the first date he goes on, um, he, there's a moment where he kisses the woman, but it's also to like, it, it is also to not make her look bad, like turn away, you know, he doesn't, um, cause she goes to kiss him first. Right. 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 And he doesn't want to. He doesn't outright not like her, but he doesn't want to make her look bad. So he kind of, like, into a certain degree, it's a it's a little gentlemanly because there's a lot of people watching. There, yeah, like, yeah. So I mean, I get I get the sense of like it's a little bit of a love triangle because it's this dating show, absolutely. Um, but I make a little bit of allowance for it because of the premise in this of yeah. the storyline i mean it has um, a lot of feels not, of like the playboy feel to it without being a very clear p- playboy like he's not on right. dating apps swiping left and right and right you know it's and there's no hooking up no hooking up happens no um and he hasn't he, both him and captain have reasons to do this show because right. he when they'll get they get paid you know a good sum of money um and two hunters family for using the ranch also gets a, a very sizable donation to his father's foundation right um so but they also make some setups and this is where as the story goes on the manipulation of the producers and things kind of unravel and reveal themselves you're you know and how they handle that um because you know it can't all be like no no whatever no Um, what hollywood says it's gonna be and and i'm not gonna go into detail but what happens in vegas i really hated that scene i really the club the the club and the dress yeah i really did it that took me out of the book i i struggled for a minute with that um but that was me just because again i can handle miscommunication um, but I felt like, again, they were just getting that momentum and figuring out their footing. And then we had this happen. It was, I don't know. I didn't love well, it. Well, it just, I think that goes, it goes back to the manipulation. So it, it, it creates, it, it creates, it creates drama. A, it creates drama, which just happens on these shows. Right. So there's like that certain allowance and in my mind um and but it also creates a the villain becomes very clear there's a villain in this book and right. it becomes 100 crystal clear with that situation on who that is do you want to talk about the dark moment and your feelings on the dark moment um yeah my feelings on this um is that like the situation, and I'm not going to talk about it, it, like, was a little, and I think this is my life experience. This is where I struggle in this balance, because this is a little new adultish, because they're still technically in college. 
yeah, and they're, they're 21. 21 and 22. And so I kind of made allowance for it, but I, I wasn't a big fan of it. I was just kind of disappointed on how their dark moment was because I was like, yeah, like, of course she's going to try this. Like, just have a conversation. <laughs> it Not our main characters. Not our main characters are trying something. Right. Like, it was, it felt typical. And it's one of those um, romance pieces that's overused, in my opinion. It's kind of how I feel about, like, the professor and the TA taking advantage of the young college student. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's so overdone. Um, And this dark moment, it, yeah, just, really? Because they had such good communication. Right. Throughout the rest of the story. And they had this larger connection and that one thing from that one particular person, it was like which, in which she kind of knew her spidey senses were up on this one person already. Right. So it was like you, like how did you allow yourself to, like let her get, like control that narrative? And I um, really wanted to be honest. This whole story, I really liked it. I did like, even though I'm grumbling about a couple things here and there, and, and it's nitpicky. I did enjoy this book. I just wanted more of Kipton too. Like I mm-hmm. felt like we got a lot of surface with her and we got tons of Hunter because he had the Shaw family to kind of, yeah. um, I wanted more of Kipton because her story was really unique. Mm-hmm. And I felt like maybe there were some things that we could have dug out from that. I think there was more to dig out from her biological parents. I I could have used a, a a deeper conversation. Yes, she shared, revealed some stuff to Hunter. You know, she re- revealed her history, and I think that could have been a little bit deeper. Um, I loved the girl moment, the the moments between Hunter's cousins, female cousins, bringing Kipton in and rallying around her. Yeah. Um, I think she was instantly loved by the Shaw family. Um, I, I I would agree with classifying this as a mac and cheese read. I enjoyed it. It was a quick read. I got through it. I smiled. I was laughing and my husband was looking at me funny. I'm like, it's just a funny part. Leave me alone. Like, you know, it was just a feel good read. It's, it was, um, I would agree with, it would probably be a lot to, um, come into this book from this like at in this series in the Levin Montana series it would be hard to come into this book but of the three books in this series this is actually my favorite of the three I do think because so I had not read book one or two in this series but I had read the parents books so I think if you've read Meet Me in Montana and are curious about this book, then you absolutely can dive. Even if you've only met, read one or two books in Meet Me, Montana, yes. you could yeah, absolutely come agree. over and check this out now because that's what I did. I've only read three books in the Meet Me on Montana series. And um, I was easily able to come over into this book and I wasn't lost. I knew who the characters were. Right. Um, I think you could even read the first book in Meet Me on Montana, um, which is his mom and dad's book, Brock and Lincoln. You could read that book. And easily come over to this mm-hmm. book. Um, mm-hmm. 
but I don't think this is a book that you could read on its own. Yeah, it would. You would have to like stop and like figure out who, who you know, re- like who people are. It's just a lot of so. names because of the setting. You've got the family yeah. and the TV stuff, and then all the women he's dating. So yeah. I think it just makes it a little, a little bit more complex. And I can see that. I can see that. That's a good observation. I've read all of the. For, I've I've read all of the books up until now. So yeah, I kind of knew, but I could kind of say yeah. Because there were some of the cousins, I was like, wait a second, who's... Um, Who do they you know, belong because to? In the first, yeah, because in the first series, you're like, oh, and then there's the epilogue where they have all the kids. Yeah. And so you're just like... Um, okay. Uh, Carolina, thank you so much for joining me for this quick shot of romance. But it, thanks for having me. Um, until next time, anyone... Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> until next time, everyone... <laughs> Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on the shelf show notes. 